Hey, it's Chris. And Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is all about humility. And finding direction and purpose. Especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Welcome back! Hey, everybody. Uh, we're always so excited. I want to see what this sounds like. I'm sorry. What? Because I listen to some other podcasts, which you shouldn't do. Only listen to this one. But <laughs> I don't know if... I, I listen to a comedian. Yeah. And it's like... It's almost like he goes to another room, or I don't know if he just turns his head and yells real loud! And it just sounds really different when they do stuff. I, I don't know. We could have just recorded that and listened to it, just us. You didn't have to involve everybody. Now I'm, everybody's involved in that in that little test. I'm only mad <laughs> I, if it doesn't work. I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, plus the button, I have to like stretch to reach it, so it's okay. It's cool. Yeah, you're a you're a long extra six uh, six uh, inch reach to uh, hit the record. Yeah. Sorry. What's up? How are you doing, Chris? I'm good, man. It's good to see you. You too. It's been a while. You have a very minty green sweater on. It's beautiful. Okay, I wasn't sure where you were going with it. I'm happy with this shred, this I, sweater. I'm being honest Thank with you. you. Why would I? I don't know. I wouldn't come at you. I yeah. love you. Yes, you would. Yeah, maybe. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. Should we even do that? What? I remember having conversations with people, like the whole sarcasm thing. Like, it's, like, there's probably a little... Yeah, is it love? Is it loving? Is, well, it sh- is it who we should be as Christian? You know, because we're rule followers, and so <laughs> we should always be. Is the is this? I feel like if we open this can of worms, it's going to be the whole episode. But I will I will say this: I think being sarcastic is definitely an issue. Like it's rooted in untruth and like not speaking truth, right? But I think on the on the on the bed frame of love and respect and like a relationship like you and I have for each other, love and respect and all the time and relations exclusively. (laughs) I think, I think it's okay because it's fun. I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying that to justify it, but I think with like strangers, yeah, it's just, you know, it's a crap move. We were on a missions trip one time and, uh, everybody, I mean, Eight years ago, everybody was sarcastic the whole time because everybody had relationships like you and I do. Mm. And it's just like, you know, <laughs> and we got to the point where it was like, hey, for every time something would come up like that, would go, okay, three encouragements. Huh. Like, okay, I was just being funny. I was joking with you. My kids do that all the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, I was just joking. I was just joking. Huh. I'm like, remember. well, it's really kind of not kind. So you, stop being mean to your dad. You, you know what the test would be? If we released our uh, our text threads, whoa, whoa, <laughs> pump the brakes there. Fella. I want. I wonder if someone would read that and be like, "Huh, the, these two guys," or even you know, with uh, our worship leader Micaiah. Shout we re- out! Shout out! Hey yo! <laughs> if we released our text message thread between the three of us, if someone would read that and be like, "Oh, these guys clearly love each other." Someone who doesn't know us. I wonder, I wonder if we can get away with... If you're a listener and you don't really know us... <laughs> I'm really nervous. No, right we should do it. There's nothing bad. You cuss a lot. That is not... <laughs> Stop. Stop. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I wonder. I wonder. 
if we if someone read them and we'll be like wow these guys love each other or these guys do not like each other. There's a lot of underlying <laughs> underlying issues that they really need to address. That's probably the key right there. <laughs> underlying issues. Yeah. Yeah. I went on a I went on a date the other night and uh there's some pretty pretty encouraging <laughs> encouragements. <laughs> I read that to Teresa. Actually. What about having room for the Holy Spirit between us? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Just that you had uh, texted McKay and I and kind of prepped us and smacked our hand a little before, <laughs> just to be just to be nice and kind and yeah. Uh, you might meet her one day. I'd like you to be nice. I would. Why wouldn't? Why would you think we wouldn't be? Because the first thing you did was post baby pictures of me and said these are going to be on the screen. <laughs> well, but like you said, you were cute. I was cute. You can check those out on the gram. Chris has posted them of himself. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Did you like the one of the uh, <laughs> you and Howard Cosell? Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I saw that jacket, I'm like, oh. I've seen that before. If you don't follow us on Instagram, you should. You should. We're mean to each other. <laughs> <laughs> you can probably guess very quickly who runs our Insta- our social. Oh, media. that's right. <laughs> yes, at following Jesus for jerks. Yes. Uh, it's all on it's all on Kylie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure I'll get some messages now. So listen, question. Yeah. Quick question. Not uh not following Jesus for jerks related. I remember when I was a kid and we go on vacation. I said question and I launched into a story. It's all right. You're I forgive you. <laughs> we go on vacation. <laughs> My dad, like I'm talking like family vacation, right? Yeah. My dad would I mean, up at the butt crack of dawn, go out and do this and see this and experience this. And, you know, whether we'd go to a city or on a cruise or whatever, right? There was always this, like, got to do, 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 and experience, experience, experience. I've learned that is not the kind of vacation I like. I like sleeping in. I want someone else to cook my meals. I want to relax. I don't want to have any agenda any schedule. If I want to do something, sure, I'll do it. And if I don't, well, I don't. What kind of vacationer are you, Mr. Kylie? Very much the same. Yeah. Um, people talk about people talk about hiking and camping and stuff oh, like get that. Out I don't of even here. I don't even understand that. It doesn't. Um I actually saw a picture this morning of my my brother and sister in law and their kids are on vacation, uh, uh, just a weekend getaway thing. And mm-hmm. they were taking pictures, yeah, out along the river and different places and family time. And I'm like, I don't, like, it's all great. And, and we try to take advantage. Ours have revolved around sports for so long. Yeah, yeah. Like the weekend stuff. But when we vacation, my wife, it's got to be warm, like the beach, and a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, and it, again, like we talked about last episode, it's cool that there's all kinds of different, you know, people that want to go west and hiking and explore and and all those things are good. Um, but yeah, we're pretty much a like let's chill and yeah. and not do a whole lot. We're not activity driven. Yeah, and if you are good for you, just oh yeah, do it in another city. That- <laughs> You know, I, I've been camping once in my life, 
just once. Yeah. And I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. Someone proposed to me. It might have been the company I was with. They don't listen to this. Okay. God, that's a good, that's a good thing. <laughs> but someone proposed to me. It might have been that. And it was just, it's just someone I didn't, I didn't really know very well. He knew I didn't go camping and invited me to go with him. And like, we went out under the stars and, and halfway through, he was in his own sleeping bag and I was in mine. And halfway through, he let me know that he likes to sleep in his sleeping bag naked. And, oh, uh, yeah, it was oh, weird. <laughs> wow. But no, I mean, it was, it was okay. It just, I wouldn't do it again. But, but I, at least I've always said I wouldn't do it again until someone proposed that. Maybe sure. I might, I might enjoy it. But I don't know. We didn't grow up camping. Like We've gone um, with some friends. Here's, here's honestly something that I've, I've learned. Maybe it's just maturing in general, but from you, like you're just a, uh, no, not going to do that. Um, just becoming more comfortable with me or us and who Same we up. are. It's just saying like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't, somebody will be, well, here, here, case in point, I've had people ask me in the last few months, oh, this summer we'll go fishing. I'm like, okay, have fun. Like, <laughs> I, I don't mind. I love yeah. that it's peaceful. I love all that. But like, I don't, so I'm getting better at just saying, Nah. Now, the other thing is every time, <laughs> the last time we went camping with a group of people and friends and uh, it was it was great. My son is awful when it comes if he gets bit, oh my god, and he gets bit. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to have 50 I'm gonna, mosquitoes. I'm going to go out on a wild limb and guess this is CJ. That is not CJ. Really? Oh, Caden really blows up. Every time he's like allergic to outside. Oh God! <laughs> so he got and, and and Carissa, I don't, we don't even still know how she did this, but she was roasting a marshmallow and somehow like took it to smell it or something, and it like burnt oh her cheek. Oh it's like on God. fire and burnt her cheek. <gasps> yeah, pretty serious. And she's wow recovered it. It yeah, healed yeah. unbelievably well. But it was just like. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe just we're stay not outside. Out, maybe, maybe, maybe we're not outdoorsy people. <laughs> My favorite vacation story, though, where we did do a little bit of exploration. We went to D.C. I want to say our oldest was 10, so that's 10 years ago, 11 years ago. You were just entering your 40s? No. There's that sarcasm. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. I was 20. No. We went to D.C., and I was running a half marathon. We were with some friends. But we went. It was my daughter's birthday. And so we are in this pretty large breakfast area, like not a normal hotel. It was a little bit bigger, significantly bigger breakfast dining area. Everybody's eating their breakfast. There's probably, I'm going to guess, there's 100, 150 people in this area eating breakfast. It's my daughter's birthday. We're leaving to drive whatever, 12 hours to come home. I tapped my wife on the knee and I said, watch this. I stood up on my chair and I said, excuse me, can I have everyone's attention? Uh Like loud. Uh I said, today is my daughter's, I think it was her 10th or 11th birthday. Okay. She was, she's been kind enough to come on vacation and ride in a car for the next 12 hours would you all join me in singing happy birthday? <laughs> the whole place erupted and started wow. singing happy birthday. She was More living. Oh, oh gosh. my gosh. Knew I mean, it. Totally. Which is why I did it. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, so much fun, though. She was so, she's still probably That's awesome. angry about That's it. That's awesome. <laughs> this last week in the car, 
we, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm introducing my daughter to all the music I listened to, you know, that, that I was a fan of growing up and, uh, we're at like piano rock. So we've been listening to like Billy Joel, Elton John, and I got Elton John playing and on comes, can you feel the love tonight? Which she's familiar with from Lion King. Sure. Oh, I, I'm a dad through and through. So nice weather. Popped open the windows and I'm singing at the top of my lungs. Nice. Top of my lungs. Can you feel the love tonight? And I look over and for the first time, my my daughter is embarrassed of me and she's head down in the seat. Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, guys like us are just that that's motivation. Oh, Sung yeah. louder and she's laughing, but she's like, oh, I don't want anyone to see me. <laughs> My daughter was at her boyfriend's basketball game last mm. night, and we were watching online. She was there live, and I said, "What do you give me when she walks in the door to have their their um, mascot is the Lions?" I said, "What would you give me to be sitting here on the couch?" Because she knew we were watching. Yeah, <clears throat> have my shirt off with a big L painted on my <laughs> on my stomach. <laughs> Teresa's like, "Why are you talking about this?" Uh, is that picture going on Instagram? I I did not do I did not do it. <laughs> I did not do it. I was ready for bed, but yeah. 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 All right. Well, I guess we're done today. Okay. Thanks everybody for go go on vacation. Kylie, I would like to go on vacation with you. Would I you? think I think we would have a good time. I you know what I could see us doing? A following Jesus for jerks retreat cruise. Cruise? Ah. Yes. You could join Chris and Kylie. No. Nobody would come. No, no one's coming now. No one's coming anyways. <laughs> we can blame COVID, but uh, you know what I could see? I could see us like, like getting a little cabin oh my for a week, like a little Airbnb for the weekend. What? Nice little cabin with a fire going. We get some, we get some nice like robes. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd listen to you hate on Fort Wayne for a while. We would leave Fort Wayne. <laughs> So I can hate on whatever city we're in. <laughs> what is this, Roanoke? <laughs> oh my gosh. So, what are we talking about today? I know what we're talking about today. We were we were in church recently and we got to share this message of sonship. And, you know, you told me it was some really good feedback and it seemed like it touched people. And we were talking not that long ago, the the temptation, right? When when you start talking about sonship and identity, the security of who we are in Jesus on, on this side of redemption, that we're loved, we're accepted, we're qualified that he sees us through the eyes of his son, Jesus. And because of that, we are the righteousness of God in Christ. That, you know, Peter wrote, he who knew no sin became sin so that we could be called that. And that there's this in, in that. And, and geez, that, I mean, that's a whole sermon in and of itself, right? But, there's this temptation that we have to, oh, okay, let me let me not get into pride. Or if it's not let me not get into pride, it's let me not let others think I'm getting into pride. 
there's this pull of, okay, make sure you're, make sure no one thinks you're thinking too much of yourself. Because, you, you know, you follow that, that kind of teaching and that kind of thought. You follow it too far, or not too far away from Jesus, right? And it is very selfish. It is very, I, I've arrived, right? That old, uh, that old uh, analogy of like a clock, you know, uh, it's supposed to be at 12 o'clock, but 12.01, that one little tick, it's not very far, but you keep following those, those, those hands, the clock hands, all the way out, and you're a mile out now, and now that you're pretty far from truth. And so we're so scared of being wrong or looking wrong that we find ways to, oh well, let me let me inject some some false humility. Let let me let me let me let me make it really clear what I don't think or do think and kind of this almost excusing what what God's what the father's done oh oh but it doesn't you know it doesn't mean I'm it doesn't mean I've arrived at anything it doesn't mean I'm I'm uh like oh I I still sin I'm still I'm still a bad person I'm still this I'm still that I'm still a jerk I'm still isn't like like almost covering for the Lord right if that makes sense yeah, I when you say that the term that keeps coming like we've been set free to live a life of worship, obedience for him. But it can become restrictive. Like I think what you're talking about makes it feel like it's restrictive. Yes, yeah. I've been set free. Yes, I've uh God's grace is abundant. Yes, Jesus died for my sins. I still have to somehow maintain control in it's about my obedience. Mm. Mm. It's about me doing it, 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 it. You're right. It becomes about me as opposed to like, you said, you said it better than I did. No, I, it's the freedom that we should experience in humility mm. as an heir of the father. Yeah. I, I put that in worldly terms. Like if I, if we're, if we are the King's son, like we go and we do what we want to do that, that, <laughs> that, that maybe isn't the right terminology, but we, we live our lives. We are always and still his son. Yeah. You know, and I, th- I think that, I think the worry is, it becomes about us and it becomes about what we want to do as opposed to I'm continually his son. I'm continually honoring and respecting and loving my father, the King by the way that I, by the way that I do live my life. Yeah. But his love for me is not going to, yeah. Going to change. It's not based on anything. Yeah. Do you find yourself like talked about how, Hey, we're, 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 we've been set free. Do you find yourself like hanging on to just like a little bit of guilt? A little bit of, you know, uh, the writer of Hebrews talks about don't, don't go back to the old ways of doing things, right? There, there's been a sacrifice. It's 
a better sacrifice in Jesus. It's once and for all. So don't go back to the old ways of doing things. Do you find yourself like hanging on to the old ways of doing things oh, just sure. a little bit? For sure. Yeah, it's it's like it's like we just hang on to like, okay, I'm free, but I need like 10% of that guilt back. I need like 10% of it so that I can whatever, right? I can justify going back to the old ways of doing things. Whether that's being hype, whether that's being critical, whether that's self-demeaning, what like whatever, just fill in a lot of blanks there. But it's like I'm I'm free, but I'm only going to give you this much of it, Lord. I think it's for me. It it's this scandalous grace. It's this I, I can't even I can't even fully get my mind around it. I mean, I think on this side of glory, we are we still have residual. Mm-hmm hardness of our hearts sure, that he's sure. working at and and we're allowing him I mean, it, surrendering to absorb and accept the grace that he's poured out and and i think it all the love that he's poured out um but yeah I, I think that's the internal wrestle that maybe we all have as followers of jesus we're experiencing god we're experiencing the kingdom way we're we we're in relationship with him but yet there's there are these things that still are are warring against us. We still live here. We still have... I mean, that's that's the middle of Romans, right? That's Romans what, 5, 6, 7, right? Well, I I do yes. what I don't want to do. I don't do what I do. Is that, is that what you have open right now in your Bible? No, anyway? actually, oh, okay, okay. tonight we're actually going to talk about uh, Galatians 4. Okay. And, and Paul's like, um, since you didn't know God, you were enslaved to things by nature. Uh that by nature are not God's, but now, since you know God, or rather have become known by God, how can you turn back again to the weak and worthless elements? Mm. Do you want to be enslaved to them all over again? Um, and then he goes, you are observing special days, months, seasons, and years. I'm fearful for you that perhaps my labor for you has been wasted. The worthless and the weak elements that is anything that is of creation because yeah. it's limited in its its energy, it's yeah. li- limited in its power, it, it's reliable and dependent on the creator. And even, like he says, the being uh, observing special days, months, and seasons, he's talking to Jews, like he's talking to religious and going anything other than me and me alone, the creator, Jesus, is, is weak and worthless. Yeah. Like, even these days that you're celebrating, even these religious festivals, even the things that are not bad, yeah, yeah, are that we're that we're worth, good enough that we're good enough under the old covenant, yes, to get you to the next sacrifice, right. the next atonement, right? Yeah, and, and so what are those things in in our lives that mm. that we uh, holding on to the guilt? Yeah, you know the not allowing the fullness of what he promises he will provide. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is for me. The reason I hold on to a bit of that guilt is judgment is black and white. Oh yeah. Mercy and grace is not. That's why in, yeah. in James and Hosea, you know, Lord said, I, I want mercy, not sacrifice, right? Or mercy triumphs over judgment. 
And for me, I can wrap my head around judgment. <laughs> yeah. I messed up. Okay, I understand what Jesus did for me. I understand his sacrifice on the cross. I understand positionally where I am now. But judgment, it's not fair that, it, that it's not satisfied. When in reality it is, right? I mean, we, we know that from scripture. It's satisfied in Jesus. But it gets, it's not satisfied in me. <laughs> and that's the part that is gray. Well, I, what I'm, I'm, maybe gray is the wrong word. In contrast to it being black and white in judgment. I messed up, I need to pay. I messed up, I pay. I messed up, I pay. And then Jesus comes along, I messed up, Jesus paid. And it's hard to let go. It's hard to surrender that last little bit of, okay, I'm not like, it doesn't excuse what I did. It doesn't, it doesn't make room for my sin. But Jesus wiped it away. Jesus forgives me. And it's, and that whole thing, like, okay, Jesus forgives you, but can you forgive yourself? For me, that's why I, I hang on to that. That's why I struggle with that last little bit. I struggle, and, and that's why that, yeah, that, that conversation about sonship and identity and all that, there's deep down, there's that, yeah, but, yeah, but. It's because it's so different. Everything in this world is a, I did this, I deserve this. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's everything. And it's not always bad things. Like, you go to work and you work eight hours and you get paid this much, whether it's a, whether it's a, a sin and a, from a spiritual perspective or, or, or not, or even well, if it's a w- wages of sin is death. Is death. There's there, always there a, are wages of it, right there. You do. There's a, there's a production of it, right? Like we don't, it's just, it's almost weird to say we don't bear any consequence like there's consequence here and yes. now yes of our sin and of our failing but to the father to the creator of all things we bear no consequence because he already does and that's so yeah. foreign to it us it is and it's in our pride it's offensive in humility we're okay with it <laughs> but in our pride i need to own what i do I'm responsible. And so, no wonder grace and the cross are, are offensive to us, to our, our flesh. It's not just that it kills it. It's that it expects it to stay down. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, man, I, I bet I'm not the only one who struggles with this. I bet, I bet, I bet our listeners are hearing this and like, wow. Yes. Yeah. So, in humility... To live that life of freedom, like is is such a a deep breath and such a beautiful thing of beauty. But it takes oh. it takes, and I don't. It takes a lot to get there. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying it takes too much, mm-hmm. but it takes killing flesh. Yeah. And here's the other part that I think mm. for me that I a reason why I hold on. Yeah. Is. The judgment's easier to understand. Everything in the world tells us that there's a a consequence to our action, positive or negative. The other part for me is I'm way too concerned about what other 
people yeah. think. Yeah. I, I, I developed this false sense, this false self so that because even in, okay, even in, let's say disciplining a child. Yeah. Like even in my house, like there's, okay, we, we, we are abundant in grace in some ways that we would be much harsher in, in others with, with other kids. Let me just use Nate. Like sometimes it's hard for our biological kids to be like, hold on. Like I would have gotten in huge trouble for this. And it's like, yes, but you, you, you know that we love you. We, you know that you can trust us. Someone else, CJ, that's been through trauma doesn't have the crisis yeah, yeah, like, and has never experienced grace. There's always consequence, always consequence. And that was something that Teresa told me early on was like, he's never had a chance to make it up. Mm. He's never had a chance to just experience like, hey, you did something wrong, but we love you. And because we want you to understand what j- the grace of Jesus looks like, like, sometimes there's not going to be consequence. Because we just want you to experience what love is. Now, that again, that doesn't justify, hey, do this again. Right, right. But especially for somebody, and, and what a beautiful picture for us and the Lord, right? Yeah, like right. somebody that's never experienced grace before, never experienced true love the way that he's deserved to experience it. Like, we just want to pour it into him. And then it's his response is, I don't, because I've experienced love, I don't want to behave in that way because I in turn love. Yeah. Right. And, and so, but that is so back to my original point. It's so difficult for our other kids to understand. Like you can't, and it's like, but that's what it's it's great. It's the older brother coming in from the field. Why? Why? When my younger brother ran off and returned, are you throwing a party for him? I've been here with you this whole time. Yeah. Right? It's. I yeah. mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And it, it's funny. We never, you know, we, we hear, in Jesus telling that story, we hear the, we hear the father's response. You've always been with me. Everything I've had, everything I have is yours. Right? And like, yeah. But we never see what happened the next day. Like, did the brother, did the older brother, like, what did the next day look like for him? Did he walk out in identity and sonship and all those things? Or did he, did he still wallow in, oh, it's grace is messy and I'm not okay with it. We don't know. We don't know what happened, but it just triggered in my head. When we are engaged by the father in that way, it requires a response. He did mm-hmm. something the next day. Yeah. How are you? He was accountable to something. How are you going to respond? Yeah. Towards the love of the father that's there still for you? Mm. Or I'm going to walk away because it's not what I think. And that goes to the whole, I'm worried about everybody else and what they think of, of, of my life, of my sin, of, and as opposed to like, no, this is between me and the Lord. I mean, isn't that why Jesus says in Luke, something something <laughs> don't don't be afraid of don't like yes don't be afraid of man who the, the worst he can yeah. do the worst he can do is kill you be afraid of the one who after he kills you can condemn your soul to hell yeah and i'm i'm with you and my, i mean geez 
maybe we'll, we'll maybe we'll, you know we'll dig into that fear of man thing another time. I think it's worth worth us talking more about. Um, but that's been a like like you right. That's been a huge part of my life too. Of stop being afraid of other people. Yeah, or more at least more afraid of other people than I am of God. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm always thinking about what other people think, what other people see, and it's like if th- if they see that I have completely surrendered to the Lord in humility, I've completely surrendered to the Lord in in my in forgiveness. Well, they're gonna think he thinks oh he's he's totally off the hook. They're gonna think that I think oh I'm I'm good I'm. I don't have issues. That's some of the stuff that goes through my mind. Oh, for in, sure. In, in honesty, you know. And, and that's human to human. Yeah. Trying to, what we're trying to judge others. We're trying yeah. to f- figure it out. We're trying to go, oh, well, you can't, you can't just be abundant. It's like, no, that's what's Actually, so scandalous yeah. about it. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard. It's difficult because there, I mean, the other side that I think we would, the the argument or the counterpoint to that would be but there sh- but there should be fruit from your life there should be fruit of your faith and it's like well yes but i'm going to trust the holy spirit to do the work in someone else yeah, yeah. that's not for me to it's for me to love right. it's for me to encourage it's for me to maybe rebuke a brother but done in love that's not condemning because jesus didn't come to condemn yeah. And, and that's the part where I think we we can struggle is, well, I mean, I, he just he just rung my phone, Michael Jackson, you know, like uh, it's amazing what God is doing in his life, and God has clearly captured his heart, and there's still a lot of roughness around the edges. And I, for the just for those of you who don't know, Michael Jackson's an amazing part of our community. Uh, he's sober now, what seven months. July 19th of last year. Okay. So nine months. Yeah. Uh, Incredible. You know, I thought we talked about him before. Yeah. Just in case people don't. Oh, did. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, awesome guy, but yeah, like, like Kyle was saying, not, 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 not a, not reformed. (laughs) Yeah. Loves Jesus has been impacted and is every day. I'm so, I'm so impressed and inspired by him. Yes. Every day. But yeah, yeah. Like you said, you know, around the edges. Yeah. So, so anyways, yeah, I just want to, and maybe that's it too, of if you've grown up and if your life experience has been in more of a group of people that are more reformed from a worldly perspective, like again, we put, we put all of those things on other people when Jesus came for the poor in heart or the poor in spirit and the oppressed and the broken and their lives are going to look messy. Yeah. The sick need a doctor. Yeah. They have bandages and they have bloody rags and they have, they're sick. And sometimes I know again, for most of my life, I just, I'm just better at covering it up. Yeah. Hiding it. And, and when we break it down and we all look at human beings as human beings made by God for God, that just have had different life experiences here on this world, earth. Yeah. You know, it, it, it goes, it, it's the, the piece of art down in the cafe. If only, if our eyes only saw souls instead of bodies mm. and, and just trusting that the Holy Spirit's going to do the work in me and in other people. 
and we're just called to love others. Yeah. And and be listeners, be encouraged. Please be encouraged that you know, ten percent of the guilt this week. If next week you only hang on to nine percent of the guilt because of this and because of uh, you know, maybe after this podcast shut the door a little bit to your room and spend a little time with the Holy Spirit asking him, hey, show me, show me where I'm still hanging on to the old way. Show me where I'm offended, where my flesh is offended by your cross. And, and where, I'm, where I'm, like Hebrews said, yeah, uh, doing, doing the old thing. Or show me where I'm not accepting all of, all of my identity in you. And if next week that turns into 9% of the guilt and 8% the week after and... Like, be encouraged. That's progress. Yeah. And recognizing that that's never fully going to go yeah. away. Yeah. And and not to enter into to shame, and yeah, but which keep, we all can hold on to. It. But, yep. yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. I think it's a good place to land. And uh, we're going to go look at uh, Airbnbs together. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, a nice little cozy one. Yeah, little fire going. This is getting sounds, weird. Sounds dan- downright romantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you next week on that note. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>